Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Tuesday. It's KHON to go. Weather, Kelly Simek. Good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday. It is a beautiful start to the day, but a break in the dry weather pattern is going to be starting today as we have three disturbances that are going to be drifting into the state in the coming days. So you can see in our Zephyr cam, it's really nice out there and actually really similar to what we've been tracking all week long. But the changes are coming, so don't let that sunshine fool you. Do grab those umbrellas as you're heading out the door. Each island going to be seeing periods of showers, still mainly favoring the windward Malka areas, and that's especially true in the overnight early morning hours. But even the leeward sections, expecting to see a lot of the developing shower coverage as well, but lower coverage as well as lower amounts expected. So it's really the windward sides that are going to be the main target of this additional moisture. We have a trough that the disturbances that we've been tracking, the former tropical cyclones, they're now just weak areas of low pressure or troughs. So, this trough that's just to the east of Hawaii Island, again, it's not here just yet, so that's why it's still pretty dry out there. As that spreads over the state in the coming days, we're going to be seeing a lot more rainfall ramping up. But already with its close proximity, it's slackening up the pressure gradient slightly. So, yeah, we still have that high to our north, but it's not delivering us as breezy of winds as it was a few days ago. Winds have eased off a bit more. Oh, that zoomed by quickly. I want to show you something in the eastern Pacific real quick. Uh, but that high pressure system, although delivering us winds, they're not quite as strong as what we've been tracking. Okay, there we go. I want to show you two systems. Of course, we have Tropical Storm Kevin, which we told you about yesterday. And then the system behind it now has strengthened. We're looking at a tropical depression. So I'll show you the tracks of both. Kevin, again, forecast to maintain its tropical storm strength. Current sustained winds at 60 miles an hour, though. So it did strengthen a bit. Forecast to weaken to a remnant low. This is actually looking a bit more northwesterly now doesn't look like it's going to be impacting us. Yesterday, some of the forecast models were showing oh, we might see some of that moisture get caught up in the trade wind flow. As of right now, it looks like it's weakening well before it would near the state. 12V, on the other hand, though, and this is a much further out forecast, so I'll keep a close eye on this for a while. This one is looking like it could be pushing further to the west. As of right now, the National Hurricane Center's official forecast still goes out to with it being a Category 1 hurricane, but you can see just kind of clearing Baja, still well in the eastern Pacific. Most forecast models do show this weakening before it approaches the state, but kind of a similar track to what we've seen with the last systems, how they do near us. We're really lucky right now during the hurricane season that we have that ridge that's to the north of us. It's really been helpful for helping to break down any systems that we do see approach us. So great news on that front. Uh, I'll keep a close eye on 12E, though, as it potentially uh, approaches the island chain. So for today, what you can anticipate, additional moisture, much more than what we've been tracking, but tomorrow's looking like the main rain day with the widespread moisture coming through. We'll see a little bit of extra cloud cover and rainfall into Thursday, Friday. Even Friday, we have a trough that's going to be coming through, so be prepared for that. Good news is we're going to be clearing up, though, just in time for the weekend. So beautiful conditions ahead, but keep those umbrellas on hand. Again, the changes are coming. Here is today's Need to Know. Elevated infection numbers continue with 437 new COVID cases and one death reported in Hawaii yesterday. We are now at 60.8% fully vaccinated. Hospitals across the state are running above normal capacity and the situation is getting worse by the day. On July 1st, there were 40 COVID patients statewide. Now there's 220 patients needing care. An announcement on social gathering restrictions may be coming soon. Officials say this time the plan is to be more strategic with fewer disruptions to local businesses. 
And Hawaiian Airlines says all U.S.-based employees will be required to get the COVID shot. The mandate starts on November 1st. Exemptions will be given for medical and religious reasons. Investigators say a three-alarm industrial fire on Sand Island was intentionally set. The blaze started in a stack of plastic piping on Sunday. Damage is estimated at $155,000. Honolulu police are looking for Derek Ciliato. He's wanted for burglary after allegedly breaking into a woman's home in Kalihi in March and stealing her purse. If you see him, please call Crime Stoppers. The Department of Education is defending its decision to require students and staff members to be vaccinated against COVID to take part in school sports. The fall season has been delayed until late September to give athletes time to comply. And Law Week continues today. The Young Lawyers Division will be answering questions on court procedures from 6 to 7 p.m. For more details, go to k22.com. Breaking news as senators vote to approve a historic bipartisan infrastructure bill. The trillion dollar measure aims to rebuild and modernize America's roads, bridges, tunnels, and airports. The bill now heads to the House. Following this morning's 69 to 30 vote, Democratic senators shifted their attention to another much larger spending package. Right now, they're trying to vote on a $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation bill. Republicans strongly oppose this plan and believe it will lead to out-of-control spending. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has resigned. This after an attorney general's investigation concluded that he sexually harassed multiple women. The accusations include inappropriate kissing and touching, inappropriate sexual remarks and retaliation. At least one accuser is pushing for criminal charges. The resignation will take effect in 14 days and Cuomo will be replaced by the state's lieutenant governor. The Delta variant is changing the game. So let's get right to it with the lieutenant governor and the state's COVID-19 liaison, Dr. Josh Green. Now, first off, our hospital situation is getting worse by the day. Numbers continue to be elevated. Why hasn't anything been done yet? I'm frustrated about that. Uh, it has to happen immediately. And I told the governor in no uncertain terms that we have to take action right away. We're now at 224 people in the hospital, hospitalized with COVID. 214 out of 224 are unvaccinated. So we have to do several things. We have to stop the spread of the Delta variant, which we are now at 5,782 cases, 5,782 cases, meaning that that's going to be approximately 400 additional admissions to the hospital based on our admission rate. So the governor has to immediately decrease gathering sizes, and he's going to have to also probably look at Delta variant through a different lens because it is spreading more aggressively. That means more mask wearing. Lots of recommendations are on the table, and I've really had to express this because this weekend when I was on call and I was taking care of a gentleman with a heart attack in Javi on the Big Island, he was not COVID positive. He was fully vaccinated. There was nowhere to send him for several hours. It was too difficult to find a bed because the hospitals were overloaded. This is going to get much worse before it gets better. Therefore, we have to stop the spread of Delta right now, and I really think the governor needed to take action sooner. It's very difficult because this is a new version of the virus, but we have to take action. Adam writes, I've heard there may be restrictions on gatherings coming soon and they will be more strategic. What does that mean exactly? Well, just doing it at all would be strategic at this point. 
We should have done it long ago. Uh, we need to do it as of this moment. Just to give you perspective, Christine, on July 9th, our positivity rate was 1.95%, and we had 47 people in the hospital in 69 cases. The Delta surge occurred on July 23rd, two weeks later. We went to 4.6% positivity, had 71 people in the hospital, and 276 cases. And if you remember, I was pleading with people to slow down and have quiet times. And now here on the 9th of August, which was yesterday, we're at 7.29% positivity with 224 people in the hospital and 437 cases. So we have to decrease our gatherings to 10 indoors and 25 outdoors at least, maybe even more strict. We'll see what the governor and the mayors decide. We also have to not just be careful about that, but super uh, serious about it where very few people are vaccinated, like in Waianae. Uh, people have not been encouraging vaccination adequately on that side of the island, unfortunately, and therefore people have been vulnerable. So serious restrictions on gatherings through Labor Day are necessary. We cannot afford a surge during the Labor Day weekend. Lieutenant Governor, I'm going to piggyback to Adam's question. What is the quote-unquote holdup? Why hasn't this been announced? We keep saying coming soon, but what's going on? Is it because the governor is still not decided? Is it because the mayors don't agree with this next step? What's, why haven't we done this yet? It's a complicated question. Uh, the governor likes to get full consensus from all of the mayors, but in this particular case, it's incumbent upon him to make the hard decision uh, to implement these restrictions. It should have been done uh, at least a week ago, if not more. And waiting for consensus is not always uh, something that you can do. Building consensus is critical. It's the best way to govern. But in cases of life and death, a decision simply has to be made. The decision probably should have been made around July 22nd when we saw these numbers. That's why we spend so much time with you and others going over the numbers day after day, the positivity rate, the case count, and the hospital count. We really needed those restrictions sooner but when you have additional opinions from each of the mayors who get opinions from each of their staff, it makes it very difficult for the governor. The governor simply has to uh, make a strong decision to decrease uh, gatherings right now and maybe some other uh, mitigating actions because we have to drive the COVID count down fast. Right now we are facing hundreds of hospitalizations that we probably will not have the capacity to cover easily. That's why you heard from Hilton that we're bringing over 500 uh, nurses in and respiratory therapists, it'll be 550. It's why our hospitals are turning away some transfers, which will cause some loss of life uh, to those with other health conditions. The action has to be taken right now and it has to be definitive. This next question has to do with schools. Eli's asking, what are schools doing about students who refuse to wear masks or take them off whenever teachers are out of sight? If that happens, the, kid, the kids will have to go home because otherwise they're going to catch the Delta variant and spread it. So unfortunately, those individuals, if kids, and kids will be kids, but if they can't comply with the safety requirements, and I understand, I, I really am very sympathetic to parents and kids who are having trouble with some of this, then they'll need to stay home until the Delta variant has kind of settled uh, down. Because we can't afford to have cases pop up and then the whole classroom has to go home because everyone will be a close contact of a positive case. So we'll just be understanding I'm not going to judge kids. This has been the toughest two years ever for them, and I'm certainly not going to judge parents if they, you know, if they need extra help or they need distance learning. But aside from being understanding, we will have to be strict about this because we can't jeopardize everyone else in the classroom. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.